Okay, good morning. Today's class is the Lunishma Yerchma Dermak Gadaya, Succession Yerchma 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 very excited for those two classes, and today, please share and rate the podcast. Today is Purim Katans, a little Purim. Um, we de- we developed the first energy of the the smaller the smaller das before we get to the bigger Purim. But again, you guys have to take advantage of, of these of the sixty day period of Adar. You, this is not coming. This is like the AI version of spirituality. This is not for. It's not coming all the time. It's like this energy is not coming. You have to tap into the energy. Remember, energy is like it's like it's like a it's like a like a faucet, but you have to open it. It's just just because it's there doesn't mean you're gonna get it. You you have to you have to open and you have to open up the faucet. So it's extremely important to open up the energy. I, I myself have been much more creative in this energy, in this in this time. So it's extremely important to understand <coughs> that. You know, we're just just I remember the a miracle that happened to me in last perm. It, like a blind miracle, and and and, and just just to lead you into this concept. So what happens? I'm I'm out to to lunch, having a, a meal with my wife on Purim. Everything's great, sunny Florida, blah blah blah. We're in Bar Harbor, etc. And all of a sudden, some employee calls an inspection on, on our one of our facilities in Miami, right? And, what, and my wife, the first thing she says, "Holy, you know what?" Blah blah blah. I said, "If it's Purim, everything is backwards." Like, I, I didn't worry about anything. I was completely like, this is, there's no question there's a hidden miracle here. Obviously, because it was Purim itself. So, bottom line is, we, we, she called an inspection and to, to say that we don't, we're not using enough beds, etc. The inspector told us, by the way, did you know that you were grandfathered in? You have, you have 33 more beds than you thought we had? So, basically, we gave her the Employee of the Year award. <laughs> we gave her the employee the inspection the gruntled employee called the inspection and while we're doing the inspection no there's no problem with that you have you have 33 extra beds from from mental health and it's a little complicated thing but the bottom line is it became one of the it's became one of the biggest miracles just to show you that you don't know anything you don't know anything but because our intellect is so small because our intellect is so small miracles have to come through disguises miracles have to come through problems, miracles have to come through things that you wouldn't appear because if it would, right, you wouldn't let them in. You would not let them in. You would not let 99% of the opportunities that come to you if they came in normal because you would say, oh, this is bad. I don't want it. So they have to come through incredible ways to show you how much you don't know. So it's just, I just, it was, it was, I just remembered uh, just connecting to the Purim of uh, how much we don't know. So, so if we, we look at two concepts, which is very powerful, these two concepts, that what's this, why, is, why is Purim and Hanukkah, why are these two holidays are both going to be in the world to come? You are still going to celebrate them in the world to come. What is it, what's the two concepts of these two holidays? Why not Passover, freedom? Why not, why not Shabbat? Why are these two things? And the, what I was thinking about connecting to this class is these two things, represent and both by the way both of those things gratitude and not knowing are both connected to high levels of consciousness and high levels of consciousness is connected to mashiach the whole world will be known so you could see all of this these two three two two three things is connected to already the the energy of mashiach the energy that we all want 
which is to live in presence and to live in gratitude, etc. So if you think about it, what is Hanukkah? Rabbi Nachman tells us that Hanukkah, the whole purpose of Hanukkah in the, world is, is in the concept of the world to come, is there is no better way for a person to increase his knowledge, Rabbi Nachman tells us, than by thanking God repeatedly. The more we thank God for His kindness He granted us, the more we bring God into our lives, and the more we can feel Him and closer to Him. And then each time that we do this, we get additional knowledge, we get additional consciousness. So gratitude itself in Hanukkah is your ability to be thankful for everything in your life. That means if you want to connect to an energy right now of miracles, which remember, Purim and Hanukkah are both connected to miracles. Both of these are connected to throwing away your brain, throwing away your limited intellect, throwing away your ability to judge everything bad right away, throwing everything, although, oh, this is a problem, every three days, problem, stress, cortisol, uh, depression. It's such a, like, everybody's such, such, such a knee-jerk robot reaction today. Problem, stress, cortisol, depression, psychiatrists, anti-anxiety, anti, anti, anti uh, back and forth, and we don't, we're not seeing, where's the godliness? Where's the godliness? Where's the godliness? Is everything a problem in life? Is everything a problem? Have we forgotten about, you know? So Hanukkah makes us, gives us a slight of the, of the, of the organus to blow your brain to connect to the 36 hours of Hanukkah, which is, and the way we tap into that is by extremely being grateful. The more you're grateful, the more knowledge you're going to get. And the more knowledge you get, the more grateful you are. Understand? That's just how it works. Saying thank you gives you awareness. The more awareness you have of God, the more you thank Him. You understand? The more you thank Him, the more awareness you have. It's like a vicious growth mindset. Vicious growth mindset, because if you don't understand, you go into gratitude, because gratitude itself, remember, hoda'a, gratitude, is not coming from the right. It's coming from the left. Hoda'a, it's coming from gevura. It's not coming, it's, it's hod, hod, it's not it's not coming from chesed. It's coming from your ability to comprehend something. Hod, humility. Humility. It's hod is the left. It's, so we have to bring the... Our job in life is to bring things from the left into the right. To bring things from the left. To bring the gavur and sweeten it. We sweeten the judgment. So, Rav Natan tells us, when, we, when we're grateful all the time, we get more knowledge. We get more knowledge. We, we know him more. Greater our perspective. The greater our perspective. And we thank him. And the more you live in a higher energy. And obviously when you're living in a higher energy, you don't really have to ask for much. Things just come to you. Because you know, you, it's not yours. God is using through. God is using you, etc. And that is awareness. That means there's no, it's not possible. Your level of, that's why your level of amuna today is your level of joy. Your level of amuna today is your level of joy, and joy only comes because of a proper perspective and a proper ability to see the bigger picture. Where Purim, Purim is the highest levels of knowledge is to come to realize you know nothing. Is this is where, it, where you're just throwing away your limited knowledge? This is the whole concept of Purim: is forget everything you know, completely. Like yes, a miracle could happen when you can increase your beds by 33% from a disgruntled employee complaining about you. That is, that is Purim, by the way. That is the miracles that can have. You know, I never forgot the story of, of a person couldn't get married, and they went through every single Shachanim in, in the book, etc. And next thing you know, the, the housekeeper recommended uh, Shiduch uh, because the, the housekeeper worked in another house. Oh, you should go out with this guy. He worked in another house. The housekeeper brought the, the matchmaker. 
not not the uh, ten thousand dollars shidduch maker. So you could just see, just you have to basically take your brains and just completely, you have to get to a space of being so open to everything, being open to everything, being open to every possibility, being open to everything. That is what this this is all about. This, this holiday, it's about blowing your brains of of being so surrendered that everything is everything is good. Because at the end of the day, God is giving us a, both a blessing and a curse. That says, you are determining the blessing and the curse. It's not coming, it's not coming from heaven. Heaven comes, heaven comes, the light undifferentiated. We are saying, make it a blessing or make it a curse. That is based on how you're living, based on how you perceive the world, based on everything. And the most, the, the most traumatic thing today is people are very, they're, they're very intelligent, but they're very, very stupid. Okay? How could you be intelligent and stupid? You're very intelligent, but you don't have humility. That means you could be very smart, the, the education, the hard, blah, 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 blah. But okay, you're so smart, you're Harvard graduate. Okay, go beat this addiction yourself. Go beat this addiction. Go beat it. See if you can knock it out yourself. So that's where God takes a person's knowledge and closes his mind. God can close your mind. Yes, you have the ability to be intelligent. But one second, you know the hardest people I work with? Sometimes it's the yeshiva guys that know these, all these hundred gemaras, but they don't even know how to say I love you to their wife. Do you understand? They, they don't even know how to pick up. They don't even know how to read a customer. Do you understand? So sometimes your knowledge gets you, makes you arrogant if you don't have something bigger. I mean, it, 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 it's, the key is wisdom. Wisdom is the, what we want. We want wisdom. Intelligence is not enough. Wisdom is the key. With wisdom, you know, when, you know when to let go, you know when to run, you know when to calm down, you know when to surrender. It's not just me, 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 me. And that's what he said. He's saying here, Rav Pinson, that the, 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 where, where, where a malik is, is, is uncertainty, is, is a concept of, of doubt. He's saying here that the name Vadai, which means, is, is one of the names of the Shekhinah, is called Ulai, maybe. Never heard of this before, by the way. And this is where he's saying here, maybe, mi yodea, when Mordechai said to Esther, who knows, who knows, who knows that maybe you are meant to, to save? Who knows? When we say maybe or who knows, we are connected to God's name, that to say that maybe there's another way, maybe there's another possibility, maybe there's another way that we could be saved. Maybe there's another way. The deal goes bad. Who knows if that deal would have made bad for me? You have to get to the point where your perspective is open, where you can get to a point to say, who knows? This could be good for me. Who knows? Right? Which that's not saying, what basically that's saying is you're, you're certain, you're not certain, you're certain there's a light in, the, in, in, that's the holy certainty. Holy certainty is tomorrow, who knows this is good for me? Who knows that this is good for me? Versus, this is bad for me, or this is terrible for me, or this is bad for me. That, you have to basically keep a perspective. <coughs> David Lieberman always tells us very simple, that the number one job of the ego is to block our perspective. To make you small-minded, and this, after small-mindedness comes anxiety, anger, depression. But when you have an open mind, anything can happen, and any possibility can happen, because you create space for that possibility. You understand? Uh, our friend here was just telling us that his wife had a hard time um, becoming a, a breastfeeding. 
And what happens? And I remember David telling me, oh, she's having a hard time, but I told her specific things to say, etc. And next thing you know, she's a, she's a lactase consultant today. <laughs> okay? So who's, who's, me or there? Who knows? Who knows that the problem becomes a solution? I mean, this is just, these are things that happen all day long. Do you understand? These things, just to show God is showing you how, how, how you know nothing. And when you live like that, miracles can come to you, by the way. When you live like that, miracles can come to you. Rabbi Nachman would constantly laugh at problems. They would laugh. Rabbi Rush, he's telling you, laugh at your problems. Laugh at them. Say todah. I mean, you, you, you know, you go in there with chronic worry. He's, you have a guy telling you, laugh and simcha. It's, it's the opposite of, it's the complete opposite. Why? Because he's connecting to this energy of radla, which is a level, a level of not knowing. And that's one thing that if, if you're trained in Rabbi Nachman's teachings, you are trained in constant, let go, surrender, toda. Let go, surrender, thank you. It's a constant message. And this is what Rabbi Rush tells us. If a person has a real problem, he should say the Psalm 100 over and over again. Mizmor le toda. Because Mizmor le toda is, going to, is connected to the future. That's going to, it's going to be a korban that you're going to have in the future. You're always going to have it. You're always going to have the korban toda in the future. Right? And what does that mean? If I want to connect to the future, if I want the future redemption into the moment, I have to go into massive gratitude, and at the same time, I have to be open for everything. I have to be open for everything. I have to be open for... And, and today, you see it. Try this. No, not for me. Try keeping Shabbat. No, I can't. It's not my style. I, I'm, I'm this. No, try this. No, I can't eat that kind of stuff. Okay? You get what you get, and you don't be upset. You get what you get, and you don't be upset. So you have to be open. This is this whole concept of Purim, if you really think about it, it's about being more open. Open. And as you get more open, your little brain expands more, and more things come to you. Just the same way as a person, is the whole thing spiritually is momentum. Just the same way, for example, let's say, why? Because the reward for a mitzvah is a mitzvah. Our sages tell us that the reward for a good deed is you get a, another good deed to do. You understand? The reward for, for a good deed is growth. Automatically. Something positive comes after something. And the same thing. The reward for a negative deed is a negative action. Because that's how it works. For example, let's say you start working out. You start feeling good about yourself. You're now more inspired to work out more. Because the more you work out, the better you look. The better you look, the more you work out. Etc. It's a vicious cycle. The same thing happens in the spiritual world. The same thing happens with prayer, for example. When, I, when you pray, every single time Rabbi Nachman says that you pray, and you get answered, you develop a specific chen. He gives you grace. Believe it or not. You see some salesmen, they have a lot of grace. They come in, they, go, they already know the count. Manager, okay, what are we ordering? Ba 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 ba. They drink coffee, $2 million order. Bye-bye. But the first time he did it, it wasn't like that. The first time he had to work the customer, he had to prove, he had to get grace. He had to get chen in the eyes of the, of, the, of, the, of the customer. But now that he has that relationship, what happens? It's easy. Because he's gotten so much chen. I have prayed so much that I've gotten answered so many times, so I have a different relationship with my creator. You understand? 
I believe he's going to give it to me. I don't go in doubts. I just, if it's not coming right now, it's not the right time. But God forbid, do I walk ever walk out of there with anger? And, 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 and I'm not doing this anymore. Like a three-year-old child who, you know, broke his toy. I'm not doing this anymore. What is this? I'm not doing this anymore. I quit. What are you quitting from? What are you quitting? What are you quitting? What did you do to quit in the first place? So when you develop that, that relationship with your creator, then what happens? Every single time you get answered, you have more chen. And then you're more confident to go pray again. And then you get more chen. And then you go pray confident again. It's called, the, it's called momentum. But if you don't get started, you don't get started in this kind of relationship. You don't get started in this concept. Or you lose your memory of what good has happened to you, then shame on you. It's got nothing to do with heaven. Heaven wants to give. Heaven just needs a receiver. Heaven wants to give. And remember, like we said many times, we have to go through tough times. The only reason why tough, we go through these tough times is because bigger things are coming. That's one of the things that this book, really, really, this book, uh, if God is so great, why is life so bad? Every time there's something, something that appears to be bad, it's just because the vessel is not there and good, bigger things have to come. So you have to be tested to earn it. So even in everything that's bad, even in everything that's negative, there's always light at the, at, at the other side if you handle it well. Correct. If you handle it well. If you handle it well, there's a gift for growth. There's a gift for pain. Pain always has a beautiful gift, but you have to be able to be tested and be able to handle it well. And that's where you have to start using the energy of Purim, the energy of Adar that we're, that we're trying to get. We, we already know the energy we get after Hanukkah is gratitude, is constant gratitude. But the energy of Purim that you have to live with is the energy of not knowing. Not knowing. Not knowing. This is bad. I'm going through, personally, I'm going through with my kids trying to get them the right Hebrew teacher because they're homeschooled. Um, and... Three times, three strikeouts. So you start getting frustrated. You start getting frustrated with what's going on. Maybe we should have done this, blah, blah, blah. Oh, there's got to be a bigger vessel here. There's got to be a great teacher coming. I'm going to try fourth, the fourth time with excitement, not with, oh, another one, another, another lemon, another thing situation. I can't believe I'm going through this. No, you have to try. Again, that's the ego. Again, I'm going through this. Maybe there's a big light coming. Maybe there's a big light coming. Maybe there's, maybe there's the Yetzirah stopping. There's got to be some kind of light. Now, if you just got an average person, an average teacher, then that light would never come. And maybe you wouldn't have to go through the frustration of going through the teachers, but you wouldn't get the big light. So you have to also believe that every tzimtzum, every contraction has that light. But we are, we are confused today because we think we know everything. So you need, a, a, you need like a, a major experience like Purim to blow your brain out. <laughs> That's the problem. You need to, you need like that, you know, sometimes a person so much in trauma, you can't give him therapy. He needs the ayahuasca experience because he just, he, he has, he needs something. You need like a, you need like a crazy experience sometimes to blow your brain, to blow your brain and cause a spiritual concussion. I would diagnose spiritual concussions to a lot of people. I, would, I said, you just need to forget everything you know. You need to start like a baby again. You just need to forget everything you know. You just, you, your knowing is killing you. Your, 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 your dating history is killing you. Your business failures is killing you. You can't make money because you're too stuck in the past. 
So you need the Purim. You need the, that's what Purim gets you. It gets you to a place where, 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 where we're commanded to drink to make you forget everything. So you're open to receive. Isn't that crazy? Isn't it, isn't it, what does drinking do? It loosens you up. It loosens you up. It makes you open to things. It makes you open to reality. It makes you open to miracles. When I went through, I remember going through this four years ago when my wife fired the CEO of my rehab company, CEO of my mental health company. She fired him, PhD, blah, 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 all the, all the Rashi Tevot. And my wife has no knowledge of you know, she ran the kibbutz, she ran stores. I was, honey, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Not, not only that, but complete flush. And I ha- at first I was in shock. Like, what's, what the hell's going how, How's this? And then I started trusting the process and trusting the process and trusting the process. And today she's the CEO of the company and she runs it and she, Baruch Hashem, is one of the, running tremendously. But again, in, in the chaos, you have to let go and say, maybe... Maybe this is good. <laughs> maybe. Maybe there's light. There's got to be light here. Maybe. And then you always remember, anytime you go through these things, the evil inclination wants to get, make you anxious. So it's a process of, of running and returning. That's what Bittal is. Running and returning. So I, I'm experiencing this in, in live, live in my life. 30, 40 times I've seen miracles of, of practically from disasters. Disasters became miracles. Every single time, disasters became miracles. I just gave you a couple examples. I could give you a hundred more. But this will also happen in your life. So ask yourself, where are you stuck? Where are you stuck where you're not allowing the sneaky blessings in? Where are you stuck? Where are you stuck? That's the question you have to ask yourself. And how do you get unstuck? And how do you go to heaven right now and ask God, I don't know anything. I really believe that. So please, let me be open to this light of not knowing. I, I always, and, and what it also, think about, think about this. What name does God use, that we've said this a thousand times, to, to, to create a miracle for a person? The name of Ma. The name of Ma. Right? Ma is the name of what? What do you know? What do you know? Ma, Ma Hayen, what do you know? It's because if, if, you're in the name, if you're connected to the name of Ma, which is humility, then you're open to receive. Because otherwise, if somebody would give you a miracle... You would, take, you would take granted for it and you call it nature. So it would, it would not be beneficial for heaven to give you the miracle if you're going to take credit for it. And then you won't, you won't enhance your belief. Because usually what a miracle does is it gets a person to believe more and to have a new relationship with this creator. I mean, you look at all these October 7th, you know, victims that come here and, and then they start speaking about, you know, that person cannot become the same person again if you went to Nova Festival and, 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 and survived that. You cannot become the same person you were before. You cannot become the same person. So that person, what should happen is a magical miracle should happen and that person should become a different person. And, and you could see, you could see people, you know, they, they, one day they're going to a rave, next thing you know, they're inspiring people in a synagogue. So go, go figure that one out. How do you go from a rave to inspiring people in a synagogue? Go, go explain that to me. That's what, that is the light of this, that's the light of Purim, by the way. That's the light where something really crazy happens in your life. It's to blow your brains. So you have to be careful not to be, think you're so intelligent. <laughs> you have to be careful. And I've said this, that there's way too many people in trauma. There's way too many people in the past. It's because they think they know everything and they have not let go. 
if they're not allowed new, new, new opportunities to come to them. And, and this is the whole question, and this is the whole thing, as, as repentance says, that the same word, and this is why Purim, Purim is uncertainty, Purim is a lottery. Who's, who, you don't know what the lottery is. You don't know what you're gonna, what's going to come out. But you have to be certain. And also, perm also equals the same question as a sheila question. So you can see both of these things are not teaching you doubt. When you have questions, you normally doubt. When you have questions, you normally go into the worst case scenario. What he's telling the whole concept of perm is to tell you go into the best case scenario. Do you understand? The, instead of using the the doubt, the the malik as as crippling uncertainty and crippling doubt and and negativity and pessimism. Start being curious and open to miracles. That is the difference. That is the big shift what this holiday is doing for us, this whole month is doing for us. Putting us in a place, because think about it, if you're now believe and you start believing in tomorrow, then you can be freed on Passover. Then you can have a Yeshua. But otherwise, if you don't believe in even the possibility of change, you know, this is very similar to the concept of why on Passover, we, take, we, we acknowledge the moral, we acknowledge the bitterness, but then we need the wine to open us up to be free, to believe we're free. You understand? But use this, use this, use this day, use this, this month to start letting go of any projections of, or letting go of any uh, things you've already predicted. You know, people predict the worst case scenario. People look at the case as the worst case scenario. This is going to happen. That's going to happen. This is going to happen. Uh, this is all in your head. You're using, the, you're using the future the wrong way. You have to start using the humility. The humility means I'm open to everything and I'm not going to say yes, no, no to everything. I'm going to say maybe. Maybe I should keep Shabbat. Maybe I should keep the Brit. Maybe I should consider this. But you see, when you start asking people, hey, are you open to this? No. Then where can I help you? Where, where is the... <laughs> tell me where... Are you open to eating better? No. Are you open? No. So you have to start saying the year of, year of maybe to yes versus the year of no. I don't do this. It's not for me. It's not for me. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe try his body. Maybe. When you say maybe, that's God's name. It's, it's a, one of God's name called maybe is Ulai. Who knows? Ulai. That is one of God's names. Now, Vadai is one of God's names of the Shekhinah. And paralleling Hashem's name Vadai is one of the names of the Shekhinah called Ulai, which I, didn't, I had no idea. Ulai, which is in Zohar. This is a divine name of Lo Yada. I don't know. Pointing to Mordechai tells Esther, Mi Yodea, who knows, are so certain regarding what we think about this particular. Ulai tells us there's a possibility for the future. There's a possibility that maybe I should try this diet, I'll lose weight. Maybe I should try versus, ah, I tried everything, it doesn't work. I tried this, I tried this. Desperation, hopelessness, it's not for me. You know, that's what we, we have to be able to constantly change. That is the key. So remember, gratitude is the energy of Hanukkah, which where we get the additional light from constantly being grateful, which increases our consciousness. And when you get to a place of knowing that you know nothing, then God gives you more things to know to recognize you know nothing about. And then you could both say grateful and humble. 
And when you're grateful and humble, your life is just going to constantly go up and up and up and up and up in every aspect of life. A grateful and humble person. And they're both connected, by the way. They're both connected. Versus an angry know-it-all. What does he get? Nothing. What does an angry know-it-all get? And grateful know-it-all get? Nothing. Nothing but more depression, more sadness, more hate, more, uh, more doubt, more pessimism, more garbage in the world. We have to be grateful and we have to be humble. And that's really the key. So may Hashem bless us all. Use this light to completely uh, just erase everything. You see, in life we think, we, I, need to get, I get more in life by, by doing more. No, it's not true. You, do, you get more in life by letting go of more. It's already there. <laughs> that means if you got rid of all your, your, your limited knowledge and your, your judgment, all of a sudden you would come to understanding. You would come to love. You would see it. It's not just like your abs. They're there. But there's a lot of fat on top of them. You get it? And if you think you're going to work your abs with a lot of fat, you're not going to see anything. You're not going to see anything. You can work your abs. You oh, abs, abs. I worked two hours abs. But you, you know, you, you, abs are created in the kitchen. They're not created in the gym. So you need to first get rid of the fat, and then the abs are there, and they'll be up here. It's the same concept in life. We have to get rid of the fat. We have to get rid of the, the excess, the klipas. Once we get rid of that, things show up. Things show up. Things show up. That's key. That's, we have to get rid of all our judgment. We have to get rid of all our hate. We have to get rid of our thinking we know everything. We have to get rid of our past. And once you do that, things show up. Things show up in life. That's my advice to you. So use this, use this great day and use this great month. It's a whole month. You're getting, you know, you're getting, God's giving us a big bone on a, on a leap year. He's throwing you a bone. He says, listen, you really need this. So that's why when I, you know, I almost, almost walked out of that class that I did in, in, in Ball Harbor in October. It was one of those. Everybody's screaming with anger, this and that. I know. Who do you, what do you people know? You know nothing. You know nothing. You know nothing. You don't know anything. Now is the time to humble up and win. So anger and resentment. That, brokenhearted, Yes. But the anger and fighting with each other, wait, that's going to help help the situation? Go into surrender. That's the best advice. Marriage should teach you how to surrender. There's no better place to surrender. You try to figure out your spouse? <laughs> you give, surrender! There's no, it's, it's all surrender. But the more you surrender, the more things work out. Because there's space. There's space. Surrendering keeps space. Humility allows possibility in space. The opposite allows nothing. And this is why an emotion, really, anytime we have a negative emotion, it's only telling us you're blocking energy. A negative emotion is telling you you're blocking energy. Instead of being upset that we have anxiety, we have to say, okay, I'm blocking the energy of bitachon in my life. The anger, I'm blocking the energy of humility in my life. So it teaches you from the emotion. Again, we are all human beings. But at least we're, God's giving us these emotions so we can see something is off. Something is off. Like if you're walking, around, you're walking around, and next thing you know, every time you're walking, it hurts. And there's a pebble in your, in your shoe. You know, that's telling you there's a pebble in your shoe. Take the pebble out. Not to say, well, I need a new shoe. No, you need to take the pebble out. So that's where I, I want... And again, I, I don't want to stress this over and over again. 
But the, the real contemplation you will get and the real process of, is, is through talking to God. It's through talking to God. That's, it's only going to happen through talking to God at length, speaking to Him, expressing to Him. And then when He sees your intention, then He, he gives you what, what you need to know. Have a great day. Uh-huh.